Just before the episode begins, here's a reminder that we are on a website called On Podium, where you can find all our episodes, you can find blogs, you can register to become a guest, you can write reviews, uh, you can subscribe from there, uh, including our videos, uh, which go onto YouTube. You can even donate if you want to support us. And um, what's the address, Nick? So it's 2-5-5-1.onpodium.co. On to the episode. Hello, welcome to 251, Two Pianists, Five Minutes, One Subject. And today we're going to be talking about the jazz film Born to be Blue. My name is Nick Tomlin. And my name is Simon Whiteside, and this is 251. So Born to be Blue was uh, a film that came out... Actually, I, I remember that I didn't write this down, and you knew the answer to that, Nick. When was it? So it was released in 2015. Yes, I, 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 and I still haven't written it down. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and it, it's about Chet Baker. The title is from a tune which he did record, um, but actually in an album of the 60s. And it's named after Amal Torme and Robert Wells' tune, uh, the same people who wrote the Christmas song. And it was first recorded with Sonny Burke and his orchestra in 1946, with Mal Torme singing it. And uh, the Chet Baker version is basically on, it's on a trio, well, it's a mixed album, and some of it's just... Uh, this particular tune is just piano and guitar and Chet singing. Uh, and I think the idea is that it, it is sort of setting up the idea that he is, in fact, you know, a sort of tragic character, which in some ways he was, although he, d he did live for quite a long time, really, considering the difficulties of his life. Mm. And it's not really a film that... It's, not a, it's a biopic, but quite a loose biopic. Mm. Mm. Um, and it's... I, I think the best description I've heard is that it... They took Chet Baker's life as if it was a chord chart and improvised on it. Mm. So it's not very um, accurate. And the, uh, visually, there's quite a lot of reference to William Claxton's photographs, particularly of Chet Baker and his wife, or one of his wives, uh, Halema Ali. Mm. And that, there's, quite a, there's some albums which are very well known. And also, of course, Bruce Weber made uh, the documentary... Um, let's get lost mm -hmm. about Chet Baker, and it also has that sort of black and white. Yeah, yeah, it sort of references those images, doesn't it? Really. I think. Uh, so we're going to really talk about that in relation to the music that is in the film, and which I find quite an interesting thing because I, I when I rewatched it, I'd forgotten that the music actually doesn't have any Chet Baker in no, it. No, no. I think the trumpet was done by a guy called um, Kevin Tucott. Uh, he he actually played. The trumpet, I think. Yeah, absolutely. And he was in a band that he was in uh, a band by the person who is responsible for the music direction and the music of the film called David Braid. Mm -hmm. And uh, you know that he David Braid sextet is quite interesting. Um, in fact, there's an album called Zen with an H in it, Z H E N, and they do an incredibly interesting version of Giant Steps. Mm. And Giant Steps is a bit of a warhorse, isn't it, for yeah. jazz musicians? Yeah. And the way they do it is quite uh, unique and well worth a listen. I'm not going to give any spoilers, but that album, the, the, uh, the David Braid Sextet Zen, 
is on certainly on Apple Music. It's probably on Spotify if it's on Apple Music, and probably on all the other ones, Amazon, etc. Mm. Uh, he also uh, members of that band are also Steve Wallace and Terry Clark, and they play bass and drums on the uh, album. Mm. And I think there's two saxophone players on that on the album tracks. A guy called Mike Murley. And I think additional saxophone, David Neal. I think David Neal might be in the, the sextet as well. Mm-hmm. But I found the music very convincing, actually. And I think sometimes he's done a, you know, the, there's you know, a little bit of uh, transcription, say, of an introduction or whatever. Mm, mm. I'll let you have a little say before we... Yeah, I mean, I enjoyed it. Um, I enjoyed it more than I thought I would from... I sort of watched the trailer um, and was, was, wasn't too convinced. But actually, it's, it's a good film. It's worth watching. I mean, it's a really good performance, um, Ethan Hawke. And uh, it's Carmen Ajogo who plays um, his fiance. I think it is in the in the film, isn't it? Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, and it, I think it. I think it's good. I mean, dare I say? I think th- uh, you know, Chet actually comes off quite well in this yeah. <laughs> compared with um, you know, if you know anything about his uh, his life and you know. But it was a, it's a good sort of snapshot of his of his life. I think. Um, well, we're uh, coming to the end again, and we've been talking about Born to Be Blue. My name's Simon Whiteside, goodbye. And my name's Nick Tomlin, goodbye.